Monday through Friday devotional podcast aimed at helping you grow more mature in your walk with Jesus. Our reading today comes from Acts chapter 10, verses 44 through 48. And the word of the Lord says this, While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Jesus were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them speak in tongues and extolling God. And then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they asked him to stay for some time among them. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray and ask the Lord to help us understand. Lord, speak to us today out of your word. Your word is marvelous, but we recognize that we need the work of your spirit in order for us to understand. So help us today. We need to know what you have to say to us. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. The big idea we're talking about today are just three words. Word, spirit, water. This is an interesting passage because here we have a confluence of three things that typify someone's coming to faith in Christ. The word, the spirit, and the water. All of these are involved in someone's passing from spiritual death into spiritual life. And these verses give us a good look at each element in action. First, there's the work of the word. Peter, here speaking to a group of Gentile pagans gathered in the house of a Roman centurion named Cornelius, Peter preached to them the good news about Jesus. Verse 43, which we did not read, is a wonderful summary of the gospel. Acts 10.43 says, To him, to Jesus in other words, all the prophets bear witness. In other words, all the Bible they had was talking about Jesus. And what was it saying to them? That everyone who believes in him, in other words, everyone who puts trust in him for their salvation, everyone who does that receives forgiveness of sins. Yippee! And how does that happen? Through his name. In other words, just by believing the bare story about him without having even seen him personally. So what it says is, to Jesus all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in Jesus receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Now that was Peter's message, and it had an immediate effect. All who heard the word were told believed. They committed themselves without reservation to faith in Christ. And you might be thinking, how could that happen so quickly? Well, it's a miracle. In fact, whenever anyone believes the good news about Jesus, God's Spirit has been at work within, with God's Word to create faith in that individual's heart. And when God sees faith, he declares sins to be forgiven right away. That's the power of the word. Next, we see the Spirit in action. As Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word with faith. The coming of the Spirit into these new believers was immediate upon belief. There was no delay. 
God sealed them into living union with Christ, his son, as soon as they believed. And everyone noticed what had happened. Peter had with him six fellow believers who were ethnically Jewish. And we are told that these were astonished when the Spirit came upon pagan Gentiles. How did they know that the Spirit had come? Well, they knew it because those who were once ignorant of God immediately became God's biggest cheering section, extolling him enthusiastically. Now, that's a sure sign of a new heart. And finally, we see the work of the water. Everyone recognized that the people in Cornelius' house had put their faith in Christ. Everyone knew what had happened, that they had passed from death to life spiritually. As far as they were concerned, it was a done deal. So they agreed to mark them with a sign, the seal, and the communication of Christian baptism, identifying them as those who now belong to Christ. That's pretty exciting stuff, especially considering that these people were seen as Gentile dogs as far as many Jews were concerned only a few moments before. Now, this story is just a sweet account of conversion and how it happens. What can we take away from it? Well, here's what we ought to remember. First, it's the Spirit-empowered preaching of the Word that God uses to convert men's souls. Preaching in one form or other is always involved. It may be done quietly around a lunch table or loudly in a stadium filled with thousands. doesn't matter. It's the Word of God empowered by the Spirit of God that always has to do the work. Secondly, the Spirit was given immediately upon belief, sealing these new believers into vital union with Christ. Now, only God can do this work, just as God alone can empower His Word and create faith. And then finally, the sign, seal, and communication of baptism is given to identify as His those who have put their faith in Christ. Baptism doesn't save believers. It's given as a mark of identity to those who have been saved. This whole process is a miracle. Don't forget this. God still does miracles every day in the saving of souls. Have you received your miracle? Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you still take men, women, and children from death to life through the work of your word and your spirit in hearts. Thanks also that you affirm those who are yours with the sign, seal, and communication of baptism. Knowing these things reassures our minds of your gentle and loving heart toward us. Remind us often today of your mighty power at work for our salvation, and we'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Join us Sundays for our online service at 9 a.m. or our on-site services at 9 and 11 a.m. We also have an evening service that's live-streamed now and available in-house as well at 6 p.m. So thanks again for joining us. Stay safe.